ha, ha. Um, what are you doing? Oh, hi, Spencer and Scarlet. I'm practicing my evil laugh. Why? Because today's whatever is the holidays. I'm going to tell a Christmas story. I'm confused. But Christmas stories are fun and hopeful, not evil. Aha! You're right, but you're also wrong. As you know, in each episode, we talk about something silly or important or super silly important, which is just something that kids like. And every kid I know loves the holidays, right? Yeah. So today's whatever is holidays. You already said that. I know. I'm getting to my point. Get on with it. All right, all right. And once we pick a whatever, I tell a short story inspired by it. So today's whatever is a Christmas story about a kid who is a wannabe supervillain. He is the naughtiest kid in the world. In fact, he's number one on Santa's naughty list. <gasps> not good, not good at all. No, not good at all. And that sets up an epic showdown between the naughty kid and Santa Claus. A showdown like they look at each other in the eyes and they riddle their hands, or like they do booby traps. Yeah. Like a battle? Kinda. You'll see. Let's find out. But first, can you do an evil laugh? Okay. Ha 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 ha. Not bad. Keep practicing. You've been naughty, Ira. Okay, okay. Let's start. Kid versus Claws. Herman Horrendous was 10 years old and already had big plans. Plans to take over the world. Herman was the worst, the awfulest, the naughtiest. He showed up late to class, always exactly six minutes after it started, cut in line in the cafeteria, ate dessert before dinner, burped without ever saying excuse me, and finally, the most evil deed of them all. He never brushed his teeth before bed, especially after eating candy. That awful act was inspired by his idol, the comic book supervillain called Stink Breath. Can you guess what his superpower is? When Herman watched movies or TV shows or read comic books, he always rooted for the bad guys. And his all-time favorite was Stink Breath, who he learned everything he knows about being a supervillain. Herman was in the middle of planning his latest dastardly scheme. It was Christmas Eve, and he was determined to stop the jolliest person of them all, his arch-nemesis, Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Except for that one time Herman helped show a new girl named Samantha around school, he was certain he was number one on Santa's most naughty list. And because of that, he just knew Santa was going to leave him a big box of coal for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! And there was no way Herman was going to let that happen. It was a good thing that Herman's evil villain lair, I, I mean house, was already fortified with the most advanced security system in the world. It was designed to keep out superheroes. Like that kid Aiden down the block, who claimed he had all the superpowers ever. 
there were ultra-sensitive motion sensors that could detect intruders a mile away. Ultra-uber-extreme high-definition video surveillance cameras. And a moat with hungry crocodiles. Although it was the middle of winter, so the moat was frozen over. Anyways, but Herman had extra special security features in place just for Santa. He knew Santa was wilier than any superhero, and he had to plan accordingly. The first line of defense were robotic laser cannons on the roof of his house. They'd blast Santa's sleigh out of the sky. If Santa somehow got past the lasers, he'd try to get into the house through the chimney. And that's where the baby dragons came in. Any self-respecting supervillain owns at least two or three fire-breathing dragons. Herman placed a nest of baby ones inside the fireplace. They'd burn Santa to a crisp. And although it was very unlikely, if Santa got past the laser cannons and the fire-breathing dragons, Herman would just leave out a plate of cookies. Everyone knows Santa can't resist fresh-baked homemade cookies. Fortunately, Herman was a terrible baker. Santa would eat the cookies and gag at how awful they tasted. Blech! Surely he'd flee Herman's home and never come back. If he had expired milk, Herman would have left that out too. But his dad went grocery shopping earlier that day, so the milk was fresh. Bummer. And if all else fails, Herman made sure he hadn't brushed his teeth for days. His stinky breath, inspired by stink breath, of course, would indeed be the end of Santa Claus. Santa's met his match, Herman said to one of the baby dragons. (laughs) That was Herman's evil laugh. The dragon burped a little flame in agreement. Herman placed him in the fireplace nest with the other dragons, went into his bedroom, and waited. At the stroke of midnight, the alarm blared. Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Herman poked his head out the window and saw Santa's sleigh flying towards his house. The roof cannon sprung to life and shot laser blasts into the sky. The sleigh spiraled and corkscrewed as it dodged the lasers. Aw, stink bottoms, cursed Herman. Santa had made it through the first layer of security and landed on the roof. Ho, ho, ho. Through the security cameras, Herman watched Santa hop off the sleigh. He carried a bag that Herman assumed was filled with coal, and he climbed into the chimney. Herman chuckled at the thought of the baby dragons unleashing their fire breath. (laughs) Herman called out, Don't forget, I like my Santas well done, my baby dragons. But Santa came armed with a handful of baby dragon treats. He tossed them at the dragons. They gobbled them down and let him pass. Ho, ho, ho. Ah, stink bottoms, Herman cursed again. Santa squeezed his way out of the fireplace and into the living room. He pulled a box from his bag, and just as he was about to place it under the Christmas tree, Santa saw the plate of cookies. Yum. He couldn't resist cookies. He hurried over and stuffed his face. They were horrendous. But Santa always believed there was no such thing as a bad cookie. 
and he appreciated the simple act of Herman leaving him these goodies. Although he was kind of disappointed there was no milk. Ho, ho, ho. Aw, stink bottoms. That's it. I gotta take care of this myself. Herman went downstairs just in time to see Santa placing the box under the tree. He was certain it was filled with coal. Stop right there, fat man. Santa looked down at his own belly and considered, Well, I suppose I could shed a few pounds. Thank you for the advice, young man. That is very kind. Anger boiled up in him. Kind? said Herman. Did you just call me kind? Yes, said Santa. You are Herman Horrendous of 2603 Trickleberry Lane, aren't you? Yeah, so? Herman clenched his fists and sucked in air, ready to exhale the nastiest, naughtiest stink breath. Santa pulled out a piece of paper. It says here on my nice list that you once helped a young girl named Samantha fit in at school. It's not easy being a new kid, you know? That was very kind of you. How dare you? Herman was about to unleash the stink, but then froze. He had no idea that what he did for Samantha even made a difference. Sure, he was nice to her, but he didn't think he was doing anything special. And right after, he went back to his wicked ways. Santa continued. She was grateful. It meant the world to her that you made her feel welcome. Impossible. I'm a supervillain, said Herman, but his words trailed off. Santa's news made him feel something he didn't know he was capable of feeling. It was alien and unrecognizable. All he knew was that it wasn't anger or a desire to make mischief. No, no, you're on the nice list. It says so right here, Santa said, pointing to the list. And that's why I'm bringing you a present. Cole? asked Herman. Goodness, no. Open it. It's technically Christmas morning. Herman slowly moved to the box, kneeled down, and started to unwrap it. His heart swelled when he saw what was inside. (gasps) Is that an ultra-rare, exclusive stink breath action figure? Herman couldn't believe it. It's what you always wanted, isn't it? said Santa. It is, answered Herman. Santa looked at his watch. Oh, look at the time. I better be on my way. Be good, Herman Horrendous, and I'll see you next year. Santa walked over to the fireplace. Santa, said Herman. Um, sorry I tried to blast you and roast you and scare you off with bad cookies and stinky breath. Santa just smiled, winked, and squeezed back inside the fireplace. He patted the baby dragons on their heads. Ho, ho, ho! And then he left, helping Samantha, getting an ultra-rare stink breath action figure, and discovering he was on Santa's nice list, strangely felt much better than being evil. The nice feeling from being nice suddenly gave way to the realization that by next year, his dragons would be full-grown, and that he could upgrade his laser cannons. And that he could learn how to make his cookies even more disgusting. Hmm. Next year, Herman said to his baby dragons, Santa will finally meet his match. <laughs>
that's an evil laugh. So what did you guys think of that story? I liked it, but the kid should have won. I loved the story, especially when he did an evil laugh. <laughs> well, my favorite part is the realization that there's good inside everyone. And it's pretty cool that Santa chooses to see only the good in Herman. All right, so... Big news! What? What's the news? We have one more episode left until the end of season one of Best Whatever Ever. Aww. Are we going to do another season? Yes, so don't worry. We'll be back very soon with more new stories. But like I said, we have one episode left, so we're not done yet. The next whatever is actually based on a true story. Something that happened to us. And it's also a rescue adventure. And once we tell that story, we'll quickly recap Season 1 and talk about what to expect in Season 2. In the meantime, we want to wish everyone listening Happy Holidays! Happy Holidays! Happy Holidays! We hope the holidays and the new year bring health and happiness to you and your family. But until then, please go to thebestwhateverever.com thebestwhateverever.com and you'll find all the ways to reach us. Instagram, Facebook, email, whatever. All the information is also in the... Show notes. You say that every time. Yes, I know. I say it every time. Until next time, best whatever ever. Best whatever ever. <laughs> hey, how was that? Was that a pretty good evil laugh? Nah, it was okay. <sighs> Come on, give me a break. Today's story was written, produced, and edited by me, Ira Singerman, with help from Spencer Ann Scarlett. If you want to support the show, please subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to email me with any feedback at bestwhateverever at gmail.com. And I'll put all other information in the show notes, so check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about us. Until next time, this has been the Best Whatever Ever podcast. Bye, everybody.